consider this. As I, as I, as I think about this, the, the context of this, what, is it, what does that mean? What's the significance of running? And so then my, my thoughts are this. Where else do we see it in Scripture? When you study Scripture, here's what you want to do. You read the immediate passage, and then you spiral out from there, and then you begin to ask yourself, um, um, what does the rest, uh, all right, here's the verse that I'm looking at. What does the rest of this chapter have to say about it? And then you broaden that and say, what does the rest of this book have to say about it? Then you might broaden that and say, okay, well, Luke mentioned it here. Did he mention it somewhere else, not just in this book, but did he mention it in Acts? Then you want to broaden that and say, okay, were there other New Testament authors that addressed this? And then you broaden it again and say, what did other New Testament authors have to say about this? And then you go from there and you broaden it again. That spirals go out and further out and further out. And now you're going, okay, is there anything in the Old Testament that addresses this, this concept, this idea of, of running. So as I began to do this little spiral, and sorry, I'm looking at this, and I began to, to back out. What else does Luke say about running? And then I discover, I'm like, well, we just looked at it just a couple of weeks ago with the parable of the lost son. And who was running? A father. In the parable... This would have been what? A Jewish man, first century Jewish man, doing what? Something childish. Running. Wait a second. So he's, he's running. Why was he running? What was his purpose? Why was he running? Because he was running with a purpose that it doesn't matter what the social norms are. It doesn't matter what anyone else thinks. I am going to run with intention because I have a single focus and purpose. And what did the father do? He ran with purpose. He ran with intention to get to his son. So now we go back and we look at it and say, is that what's, ha- is that what's happening here? If Luke mentioned it here, if he mentioned running here, is that what we see here? And we look at that and we go, Zacchaeus did what? He didn't care what anybody else thought. He is running with a single purpose to see Jesus, right? So now we're going, okay, I think we're on to something. We're, we can see this here. What else, where else do we see running? And then you back out, and then you start looking in other places. And then the Apostle Paul tells us to do what? Run. Run like you're going to win the, win the race. Run. Something that what? Jewish men didn't do because it was considered undignified. So then we back out again and we go, where else do we see it? We're going to see it coming up. Where do we see? John told us in his gospel account that on that Sunday morning, Easter Sunday morning, what did he do? He did something that first century Jewish men don't do. He took off running to the tomb. Why? Because he had a singular focus. He wanted to what? He want, John was headed to the tomb he had a singular focus. That focus was not to outrun Peter, although he did. His singular focus was to do what? To go and see the, t- the tomb, to see if Jesus was there. His focus was to, to see Jesus. So each time in Scripture, just, just like I tell you, every time in Scripture that you see clothing, it should make you think atonement. It should make you think, how, do, how is this related to atonement? Every time you see something in Scripture pertaining to running, it should remind us that the runner has a singular focus. 
and he is focused on something, and he is running toward that focus, okay? So when we consider this, we look at this, and we consider all of these situations, it's an abandonment of what other people think. You are, you are running with a singular focus and an abandonment of what anyone else thinks. It's a singular priority and a focus. So we see it. We see it throughout Scripture. Let me just suggest this. With all of that in mind now, when I think about this verse, that was Zacchaeus' faith moment. That was his moment of expressing faith. That was his moment of the crowd is in my way. I want to see Jesus. So what did he do? His faith said, I'm going to abandon what anyone and everyone else thinks, and I have a singular focus, and that is to see Jesus. That's saving faith. When you abandon what everyone else thinks, forget about what anybody else thinks, and says, you know what? I'm going to, to run to him as a child would run. I will even climb a tree as a child would climb a tree. And I am not concerned one iota about what other people think because I have a singular priority. And that purpose is to see Jesus. So what does that mean for us? If you haven't seen Jesus lately, might I suggest that it's time to run to a better location? Think about that. If you haven't seen Jesus in a while, if you haven't seen him up close, if you haven't seen his ministry, if you haven't seen what he is doing, if you're not seeing Jesus, you may need to change where you are located. Because Jesus is going to pass by, and as he's passing by, it's our opportunity to express faith and to see him in action. And if we can't see him, then whatever the obstacles are, whatever is in our way, we just abandon what anybody else thinks and we run to get a better view. So here's my question. If you haven't seen Jesus lately, and, and how, how can you do that? Where can you anticipate Jesus? That's what he did, right? That's exactly what Zacchaeus did. He was like... Where can I anticipate Jesus going? He's headed this way. I think he's going to be there. And he did what? He ran as quickly as he could to where he anticipated Jesus being. So what do we need to do? We need to anticipate where is the most likely place for me to see Jesus. Well, I would suggest this. One of the likely places that you and I can see Jesus is in Scripture. You want to see Jesus? You run like crazy to Scripture. You can anticipate that that's where you're going to see him. You can run to the Scriptures, and when you're running to the Scriptures, you, you can look there, and you will see him pass by. You will see Jesus become more clearly. Spend time in God's Word. Run there, and you'll see him. Where else can we see Jesus? We can, where can we anticipate seeing Jesus. We can anticipate seeing him in Scripture. We can see him in the preaching of the gospel. 
And we should run there and look for him to pass by. When, when we're in church, when we gather together on Sundays, why do we gather? What is our purpose in, in gathering this morning? Our purpose is what? Jesus is going to be passing by this way, and we're in anticipation of that, and we know that Jesus is going to be moving in this place, and that he has given us his spirit, and his spirit is going to be passing by. And as that happens, we want to position ourselves to be able to see Jesus where he is most likely going to show up. So that's what we do. We anticipate Jesus is going to show up in the scriptures, and we run to the scriptures. We anticipate that Jesus is going to show up wherever, wherever the gospel is proclaimed. So what do we do? We should run to church. We should run to where others are gathered together. Why? Because Jesus is going to pass by. Jesus is going to be there. When you come to church, are you waiting in anticipation to see Jesus? We should come running every single week, hear me on this, with great anticipation of seeing Jesus through the preaching of his word. Now, it's not going to be easy. It's not easy. Why? Because there's always obstacles. There's always something that doesn't care whether or not you see Jesus crowd didn't care whether or not Zacchaeus was going to see Jesus. They didn't care. They didn't like Zacchaeus. They didn't care if he could see him or not. In fact, they were angry that Jesus took time to even call attention to Zacchaeus. Uh, that frustrated the crowd. So it's not going to be easy. There will be obstacles that are going to do everything that they can to hinder you from doing what? Spending time in his word and getting to church. Because why? That's the most likely places you're going to see Jesus at work. You're going to see Jesus at work in his word and through his people. That's where you're going to see Jesus at work. You're going to see him pass by through his word and through his people. So if, if you're not in a position where you're seeing those things, then my recommendation is to do what? Get yourself in a place where you can see those things. It, it's, it's unfortunate that there are churches that are within a stone's throw, that Jesus is not passing by because the gospel is not being proclaimed. When you proclaim the gospel, you can anticipate Jesus is going to come by. But you know what the greatest obstacle is? Consider this. What was Zacchaeus' greatest obstacle? Himself. His height. The, his greatest obstacle wasn't the crowd. His greatest obstacle was his stature. You know what our greatest obstacle in coming to see Jesus through the scriptures is? It's not the crowd. It's something within ourselves that prevents us. It's something about ourselves that stops us. Scripture says this, all have fallen short of the glory of God. No pun intended there for Zacchaeus. We all have done what? We're all short. We're all short. We're, we're all, we all have something about us that's going to be our biggest obstacle. Crowd's a problem. Don't get me wrong. Crowd is a problem. But listen, you got to overcome what's within you first. You got to come over your own, overcome rather your own shortcomings. So, 
Sometimes it's the crowd. But sometimes it's ourselves. And then we see that the crowd wasn't too happy about Jesus going to, to, to go to Zach's house either, were they? Look at verse 7. But when they saw it, they all complained. Who's they? The crowd. Saying, he has gone to be a guest with a man who is a sinner. You know, you and I have opportunity every single day to see Jesus. Every single day. Every single day we have an opportunity to say, am I going to position myself in such a way that I can see Jesus at work? Am I going to spend time in his work? Am I going to spend time with his people? But the question is, are you willing to run to the best location to see him? Again, key point number one, do everything you can to see Jesus. Do everything you can to see Jesus.